We all make the mistake, the mistake of thinking that it's fear of failure that holds us back. Hmm, sometimes, sometimes it's the gut-wrenching fear of failure, particularly public failure. Oh, that has a unique sting to it. You see, we don't mind failing so much as long as nobody knows we failed. That's why we often keep our deepest hopes, our most precious dreams close to our chest. We don't want to fail publicly on those, but alas, this podcast is not about failure, but it is about fear, the fear of success. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. This week, the fear of success was my topic in the Pivot Me Academy. Now, usually when I tell people that many have a fear of success, they kind of chuckle like, eh, really? I'm afraid of money, fame, network, success. Nah, I'm not buying it. Oh, wait, it's a very real thing. Let me talk you through it. See, when people are in hot pursuit of success, of leveling up, when it still feels far away, that's fine. They're in pursuit, target acquired, getting after it. It could be an income goal. It could be a revenue goal. It could be the largest contract deal client you've ever had in your life. It doesn't matter what the goal is. We're fine taking the steps towards it. But then something happens when we start to actually get close to the thing that we were working towards. Something starts to shift in us. Let me tell you how it played out in today's mastermind. One of our rock star teammates had a huge win, giant, giant. And he he came onto the Zoom call, honestly, like so many clients have in the past after a big, a big win or, or just right on the heels of a big win. Does he slide into the call hooping and hollering? Does he show up celebrating and fist pumping? No, that's usually not what happens when we level up in the moment. They show up far more tentative a little bit more quiet, a little shell-shocked. Their eyes are wider. Because the truth is, what's riding shotgun to success is almost always fear. And that's the part many of us aren't expecting. We can work day and night to become a grand success, but in that defining moment that all the hard work is about to pay off, the moment when they say, yes, the contract is signed, your TED Talk is accepted, your song will be played on the radio, in that moment... It's often not elation that rides shotgun. Oftentimes it's downright terror for many reasons. Many are are just as scared of success as they are of failure, maybe even more so. Okay, so what does fear of success actually look like? 
Well, it's just one of, as Ben would say, the nine flavors of self-sabotage, but fear of success is a very real thing. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some questions I've heard through the years when people are afraid of success. Recognizing these as the questions that are the gateway to your self-sabotage. If you stay asking questions like these for too long, you will not just procrastinate. It doesn't just delay your success. You will undermine your efforts. It doesn't matter how busy you are. If you're rowing the boat forward and then backwards each time, you don't win. So let's talk about the questions. Number one, how will my life change? Seems like a benign question, but here's how it's actually said. Ooh, how will my life change? Insert whatever goal it is. If my book hits the bestseller, if my TED talk gets accepted, it doesn't matter what it is, but there's a fear of how our life might suddenly be different. Number two, will people see me differently? If I'm a success, will people see me differently? Many people are afraid that, you know, their loved ones, their families, people that they grew up with in a small town, that they're going to treat them differently or pull back from them. And what is at the core of this? Really just a fear of losing love. We may not want to be treated differently. We want to just be the same old Jenny from the block, even if we're billionaires. But you got to step up and you got to step out. Number three, What if the expectations are now set too high? This one's really important. The truth is some feel like, well, if I'm recognized as an expert, if I I do charge premium prices, if I am on the cover of that magazine, then the expectations of me or my performance will become too high. You see, it's comfortable setting the bar low and then over-delivering. Let me say that again. It is comfortable setting the bar low and then over delivering. Oh, I'm pretty good with words. And then you knock their socks off because you're so good with copy. You can't be both a success and want to maintain the image of a low bar. It doesn't work. Many of us do that because then we think, well, then I won't disappoint. Won't it be nice that they will be pleasantly surprised that I'm actually a good writer, that I'm actually a good advisor, that I'm great at web design? It doesn't matter what your skill set is. This does not work. You cannot tell a worse story of your performance and then hope that it saves you from the criticism. It doesn't work like that. It just keeps you small. Number four, what if I'm not as good as I think? What if I become a success and then they tell me, whoops, we were wrong. You're not very good at all. This is often an indication of being afraid of success. And let's cover the last one. What if at first I succeed only then to fail publicly? Maybe they said yes and it's a mistake. Maybe they said yes, but then upon further review, they decide that I'm not that good. This is fear of success. We've got to recognize it and we got to address it. If you've heard yourself in any of these five questions, you might have a fear of success. So when I read these actually to the mastermind group, after that initial call, I had a client literally smack his head on the Zoom call and he said, I I remember his face. He's like, I get it now. I've never been scared of failure. I know that story very well, actually. I've traveled the failure path for years, but I don't know success. I just realized right now that it scares me. No wonder why I've hit a wall despite trying so hard to move forward. Man, that was an insight. That is gold, my friends, because he can just keep trying. Never mistake a flurry of activity for actual progress. He can be working and working and working, but again, he's in that rowboat. You paddle forward 
And then the next is a paddle backwards. You're going nowhere, but you're really getting tired trying. And that's what he was doing. He realized that he was indeed afraid of success. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. So what do we do then? If you hear this and you're like, "Mm, this kind of sounds like me. Maybe I'm one of those questions. Maybe I'm all of those questions. Does my client slowly back away from the opportunity of a lifetime because he literally is asking himself not one, but all five of those questions? Does he placate himself, convince himself that what he has is good enough, more than most, and more than his parents, perhaps, and he should just be happy with that? Should we take the advice of friends, of people we grew up with in our small towns, and just back away citing our most favorite and well-rehearsed excuses? Time, money, kids, skill set, ADHD, no degree, market downturn, inflation, I can go on we all have our own list down pat. But you didn't dial in today for excuses, for a hall pass. Nope, nope, nope. We are leaning in. We are running faster downhill. We do not back down. We do not play it safe. We do not hedge our bets. Greatness does not come from playing it safe and keeping ourselves small. Yes, it's safe, but you didn't come here to be safe. You don't listen to the podcast to be safe. You came here to be big and to be bold and to impact this world. And that is what I'm going to help you do. Sure, you're probably afraid of success and I have been too. If you know me well, you know that my well-rehearsed excuse, I have one too, I have many, like we all do, right? You know what my well-rehearsed excuse was? I don't want to be recognized in the grocery store with my family. That was my big fear. And it was like immense. I mean, I can say it kind of laughing now, but it's it's still in there. I wanted to be wildly impactful, change lives on an even larger scale, but and I had a big one, I did not want to be a recognizable face. I wanted my speeches to be heard, books to be read, but I wanted to go shopping at Costco in my hoodie and running pants and no one know who I am. I just wanted to buy the damn rotisserie chicken. That was one of my fears, not the chicken, but like being recognized at Costco. So I had this push-pull relationship with my personal brand. Be impactful, but don't be famous. We all have our stories but we are meant to show up and be seen. Now, during this mastermind call, I ended up paraphrasing the very famous uh, Marianne Williamson quote, which is amazing. I'm going to shorten it a little bit, but our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, Who are you not to be? Later, she goes on to say, there is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. But what I love about this last part of her quote, this part is just so profound to me. She says, and as we let our own light shine, 
we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Damn. Here is why I love this. Because someone needs to see you succeed. They need to see you struggle and then succeed. They don't just need to see the highlight reel or the Instagram stories or see you make it to the cover of the magazine or get the award. Someone right now is watching you and they need to see that it works out for someone like you. Right now, someone in your life, maybe it's a kid, maybe it's a niece or nephew, maybe it's your spouse. One of the gals in my mastermind said, it's my spouse. My husband needs to see me succeed because he doesn't believe something like this could work out for people like us. Man, as soon as I heard that, I just wanted to run through walls to make it work for her because it would be a win for her and a win for him. Someone needs to see it work out for you. They're waiting and watching you and you succeeding gives them permission to pursue their dreams. But if you don't show up, if you play it safe, if you're too afraid of success, then they don't get to experience theirs either. Someone needs to see it work out for someone like you, for someone like them. You got this. I know you're afraid, but you've got to do it afraid. Lock arms with some people that will help pull you to the next level. Do not listen to the naysayers in the cheap seats. Lock arms with people that won't let you back down because you are worth it. And so is the person waiting to see you succeed. Now go crush it. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks guys. You guys are amazing.